Why do you eat? So that you have energy to go to work? To earn more money to buy more food? To eat all over again? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 49 of Tractate Nadarim. And we learn that eating and working must have an ultimate spiritual purpose. Otherwise, it's just an exercise in futility. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. The Hasidic master, Reb Simcha Bun Reb Shizka, would often tell his Hasidim about a conversation they had had with a young man that he had invited to a Torah class. I'd love to come, the man would say. I just don't have the time. I'm so busy trying to make a decent livelihood so that my child can have a better life and be able to devote more time to Torah study. The child then grows up and Reb Simcha Bun would invite the next generation young man to a Torah class. I'd love to come, the next gen man would say. I just don't have the time. I'm so busy trying to make a decent livelihood so that my child can have a better life and be able to devote more time to Torah study. Reb Simcha Bonin will conclude his, sto- his story saying, I'm still waiting to meet that ultimate child that everyone is busy working so hard for to be able to have time to learn Torah. Today's stuff discusses a person who vowed to abstain from any food cooked in a pot. Most people use that term to refer to entrees that accompany the bread of a meal. Therefore, the individual would still be allowed to eat thick foods like porridge that are eaten as a separate meal on their own. The Gemara then clarified that some fools do eat porridge together with bread. Let's look at the Gemara. Says the Mishnah, if one said pot-cooked food is forbidden for me to taste, he is prohibited from tasting a loose-cooked food, but is permitted to taste a thick one, which people do not generally refer to as a cooked food. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah is not in accordance with the custom of the Babylonians, as Rabbi Zera said. Babylonians are foolish, for they eat bread with bread. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Gemara understands a thick food to refer to a dish such as porridge that most people wouldn't eat with bread. According to Rabbi Zera, it makes no sense to eat porridge with bread since they're both staples. A meal should consist of only one staple. Why is it foolish to eat bread with bread? Some Sofer explains this enigmatic piece in the Gemara in light of our purpose here on earth. There are two reasons to eat, he says. Either you're eating to elevate the sparks of holiness in the food, or you're eating in order to have strength to serve Hashem, which is the meaning of the verse, the righteous eats to satiate his soul. By contrast, continues some Sofer, a fool eats in order to eat more. As the verse continues, and the stomach of the wicked is lacking, which means that if there was more room, he would fill it. He has no good reason to fill it other than to satisfy his own mortal desires. And so the person eats to satisfy his hunger. And then he seeks ways to get more food to satisfy his hunger. Hence the meaning of Agamara that states, Babylonians are foolish, for they eat bread with bread. If the only reason you're eating bread is in order to give you the strength to pursue more bread, then that's a foolish, futile exercise. Let's examine the Chassam Sofa's two reasons to eat. The first is to elevate the sparks of holiness in the food. All items in this world fit into one of three categories, pure, impure, or neutral. In Kabbalistic terms, we call these realms Kedusha, Klippa, and Klippasnoga. Most objects fit into the third category. They are innately neither good nor bad. They contain sparks of holiness, which is surrounded by a Klippa, which literally means a shell or peel. Think about the shell of an egg or the peel of a banana. Let's say that you'd never encountered an egg or banana and you tried to taste it without, without removing the shell or peel. You wouldn't be able to eat it. But once you realize it's just a shell that needs to be removed to get to the goodness that lies beneath, 
your whole perspective changes. Is the shell bad? No, it serves a vital purpose. It's there to protect the egg or banana. It's the same with Klipas Noga. Neutral items in this world are basically sparks of holiness covered by an inedible shell. When we use the items for spiritual purposes, we peel away the covering and elevate the sparks that lie beneath. So, for example, a piece of bread, which is processed wheat, is neither good nor bad in its essence. If one eats it simply to satisfy an animalistic desire for pleasure, then the sparks of holiness remain unredeemed. But if it is eaten for the right reasons, the sparks that previously lay dormant and hidden are transformed into spirituality. Now, that's a level of intense spirituality that may be beyond the reach of most of us. It means looking at what is on one's plate and reimagining the physical food as something spiritual. A more practical approach is to some sort of a second strategy. If you eat in order to have strength to serve Hashem, then the sparks of holiness in the food will automatically be elevated. That's feasible and tangible for anyone to achieve. It really means staying focused when you make the bracha over the food. You bless Hashem and promise to do your very best with the energy that you're about to ingest. Foolish Babylonians eat bread in order to eat bread. All too often, we eat in order to have energy to find more food. But that's like Reb Simchabunim's friend who had no time for Torah. He was so busy running to make money so that he'd have the wherewithal to fund the next generation to have the wherewithal to make money. May you eat and work in order to have the means to serve Hashem today. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.